Welcome to the Author Blur Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Maynard. Today I'm speaking with Aries about his book about all about coming to Berlin and immigrating there and what he went through, his emotional, his financial, everything it took him to be able to do that and why he believes and why he's very adamant that Berlin, Germany is one of the easiest and best places to move to. He makes a compelling argument. So I encourage you to listen to our conversation, read his book. You won't regret it. He's a very intelligent man. So with that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. If you want to, you can go to authorblurb.com and see his profile there right now. Find out a little bit about him while you listen to him. Or if you're watching the show on one of the video streaming services, you can go there afterwards. Obviously, all the information's in the show notes. And, of course, authorblurb.com. So enjoy the show. So I'm here with Aries, and we're here to discuss the Berlin's Immigration Secret. It's a book that he wrote about his journey to get into Brazil or get into Berlin, the immigration process that it took. But instead of me going through it all, Aries, if you can explain about yourself, about your book, and we can go in and talking more after that about why you wrote it and all these things. Absolutely, Eric. First of all, uh, thanks for having me. Uh, great to be here. Thank you for this platform for uh, authors. And uh, yeah, let's start. You know, uh, actually, it's a very, very unique book because uh, it has never been done before. And I'll explain. See, the thing is, uh, I always had this dream about living abroad. And um, as I grew up, you know, I was very curious. I, uh, I always uh, thought about what it's like to live elsewhere. How is it? Uh, I always wanted to uh, to see new cultures. So I always had this dream on one hand. And on the other hand, I didn't see any future uh, in my native country uh, because, you know, I never cho- chose to be born in a political area. It's a very right. dense area. You know, I come from the Middle East and, and we have lots of uh, lots of issues. And, you know, at some point, you, you, when you think about your life, where, where, wh- what is that you want to do in life and where do you see yourself in several years, you realize that it's not there. Um, on top of that, you know, I always have this, this immigration dream. I always right. uh, ha- had this thing in the back of my mind. And um, as I grew up, you know, I, I traveled to so many different places and, and it completely opened up uh, my mind uh, regarding living abroad even more. All right. So uh, the, the thing is, you know, when I decided that I wanted to immigrate, I needed to choose a destination for myself. As you, right. you may know, you know, uh, we have Canada, the U.S., Australia, uh, Sweden, lots of countries all over the world. Right. And uh, I've actually really, really investigated and, uh, and learned about each and every destination, the benefits, uh, what's, what what it is going to be easier for me, what are the benefits and so on. And eventually after, um, after uh, basically uh, a, a depth study, I chose Germany uh, as, as the country I want to, to live, um, to, to immigrate. So um, many may ask why, what, what led you to immigrate specifically to Germany, right? Because right. you know, when, 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 when uh, people say immigration, you immediately think about the US. Right. You know, every, every, everyone has. You're wrong. But I also know that just like any person in the world, nothing is perfect, but we all try to do our best to be as perfect as we can. Yes. And, and you got to understand something else, Eric. You know, our, our, our world is changing all the time. 
Yes. So the way I see it, you know, America and Germany, there are, there are two countries and both of them are in different stages um, as I see it. You know, America used to be very, very open back in the 70s, 80s, 90s. And now uh, things have changed. Right. And now uh, what happened in the States now is happening in Germany. So okay. Germany uh, is very, very open now. Uh, it needs the young labor force. Uh, and, and a lot of people uh, would like to live there. So I think it's it's about uh, stages because right now the gates are open. So you have like a window of opportunity. But um, according to my prediction, you know, at some point they will have to close the gate. So immigration, first of all, is, a, is, a, is an opportunity for you. You, you right. got to take it if you want to change. Uh, the second thing is you, you will never know when that window will be closed. Right. And and. That's why I think now uh, everybody um, is going to Germany, but how many people eventually they will be able to accept? Now, the window may be open for several years, but what will happen next? Nobody knows. All right. right. So uh, this is what I found out about Germany. First of all, those are the main four reasons uh, that actually made me uh, immigrate there. All right. So uh, the first one uh, is, is a very, very strong economy. As you may know, Germany has the strongest economy in Europe. Right. And uh, it provides very good conditions and benefits for, for its residents. Uh, you have a great pr- transportation, by the way. Uh, everything, everything is very accessible. Uh, and uh, it, the, the fact that, that, that you know that it's not fully 100% capitalistic, right. um, it, 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 it Makes it, I think, easier for many because, uh, you know, not many people know, but actually you receive a lot of benefits because it, it kind of like combines the uh, uh, the social economic model and the, the capitalistic one. So uh, those who are not meant to be entrepreneurs, maybe they are work, they're, they're working in simple jobs like teachers, uh, nurses, uh, because not all of them were meant to be good with money or to build businesses. This is how the world works. Right. You know, they have different mentality, different priorities. So, you know, you have in, in the world some uh, businessmen, some uh, building business, businesses, some would like to, to do nine to five their jobs and, and it's fine, you know. But for those who who, who really want to, to keep it simple, those who really like their jobs and do not want to become business owners, uh, you know, we need to take care of them too. And this is where the social economic model comes into the into the picture. So uh, you receive benefits, you have contracts. So if you work in a certain company, they will give you a contract. They cannot fire you. You have rights as an employee, as a salaried employee. So right. it makes it much more easier. That's why it's appealing for many immigrants because they know uh, they want to feel more secure. That's why it's very, very, very appealing uh, for them. So... Uh, by the way, this model is very similar to the Scandinavian model. Uh, countries like uh, Sweden, Norway, Denmark, uh, they have uh, Finland as well. They have uh, kind of like the same model. Uh, it's more close to, to that model than, than uh, uh, in my opinion, to the, uh, to the uh, American model. Well, uh, yes, I would say, but from what I understand, and again, I'm not 100% sure, but I thought the Scandinavian countries also said that they focus heavily on capitalism in the sense of drawing people in because yeah, not everybody is meant to be a CEO or a VP or because if everybody was the president of the company, you'd have nobody doing anything. So yeah, I do agree with that. So it sounds like, it sounds like, and maybe I'm misunderstanding this. So hopefully you can clarify it for me, but it sounds like it's kind of a, um, where it's a worker's right over, but 
there is still a element of capitalism where if you're not doing your job if and your contract that you sign you can still be let go it's not once you're in you're in safe yeah. and clear so a lot of americans like to call it work life balance you use you use uh, use the term work life balance now okay. regarding what, what what you just mentioned you're right you know the scandinavian uh, model is very very capitalistic the whole world is getting more and more capitalistic germany right. is getting more and more capitalistic you you cannot avoid it Right, but it's still important that you'll have rights as an employee, as a as a as a renter. Uh, it's still very very important that you uh, you have transparency with the government. Yeah, it's still very very important that uh, there will be no corruption. Now, of course, you cannot avoid corruption, <laughs> but you can minimize it. Right, you can try uh, to. Yes, th- th- there is no perfection, and right. this is the the, the magical uh, thing about about Germany. It's more simple, less complicated. Uh, you know, uh, it, it, it's all about privacy. It's all about uh, respect your rights. And that's it. You know, uh, I, you know, when I came, I just wanted to find my, my, my quiet little corner, live my, my life. And, and that's it. You know, uh, I never thought about uh, getting rich or, or buy a Rolls Royce or anything like that. Right. So it, it's a different mentality. You got to understand that, that Berliners, they care more about experiences than, than materialism. So let me ask you this, because your book does focus on Berlin and not just Germany. You came with just a your passport and a suitcase, if I remember correctly. Exactly. So what was it is, if somebody's looking at coming to Germany, you're very focused on Berlin. And I can see you really like Berlin. I looked at your social media a little bit. You have a lot of, it looks like a lot of beautiful locations there in Berlin, but is the rest of Germany something? So if somebody's coming to Germany, can they expect to have the same reception as you have in Berlin? Or can they use your book to try to figure out their way or try to help them through all of Germany? Or is it just centrally focused on Berlin? All right. Excellent uh, question, Eric. So first of all, uh, the German mindset, all right? right, it's not only the Berliner mindset, the German mindset is less about capitalism less about materialism. Let's start with this. So it doesn't matter where you live in Germany. uh, It's a different mentality either way. All right. Now, the reason I chose Berlin is because I actually visited the city uh, in 2012. I really liked it because it was a very, very international city. Uh, You meet people from all around the world. You have lots of uh, job opportunities. Uh, You have, it's a lively city. It's a very historical city. And I'm a person who likes history. It's a very historical city. You have oh, yeah. lots of uh, historical sites mm-hmm. and you meet people from all around, around the world. So that's what's exciting about the city. So uh, you can meet people from all over. You still live in a very international city. So you can, you can I guess it, it's going to be easier for you if you move to Berlin because then uh, you, it's not like you're, you're moving into a, a small German town when, uh, where everybody speaks only German. Right. Uh, you'll be able to integrate, uh, exchange ideas with other immigrants. So that's why I think, in my opinion, it's going to be easier if you if you set up your mind and, and toward Berlin. But uh, the German mindset, as I mentioned, is not all about capitalism. Now, as you mentioned, I wrote the book Berlin's Immigration Secret, not Germany's Immigration Secret. Right. Because uh, the, the journey I've been through was in Berlin, the city of Berlin. So when you read the book, you see bureaucratic uh, uh, structures, uh, addresses. Uh, the book is so detailed uh, that uh, with, with streets, addresses, p- 
places I've, I've visited and so on. So those places, those bureaucratic uh, buildings uh, can be found uh, in Berlin. All However, right. the concept uh, that, for, for example, you need to register to become, uh, to, uh, to register when you have an apartment so they will know where you live. You mm -hmm. can do it in any other German cities uh, in Germany. But uh, the, the, those specific details are related to Berlin city, even though the concept, the, 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 the German immigration policy, um, you, you can do them uh, all over Germany. All right. It's just so, not, that I mentioned in the book, uh, the, the, the places that, that I've been through, because this was my own immigration journey. Right. And even on your book description, on your website, you do mention that it is your journey to find your way through to immigrate into Berlin. So the one thing you did mention was about language. So you originally from the Middle East, you obviously speak English very well. You Do you speak German as well or? Yes, so, so I'll, I'll explain. Uh, let me just go back uh, for several seconds to the reasons why I came to Germany because okay, I sorry, yes. one, which, which was a strong economy. The second one, um, a low cost of living and apartment rent. I'm sure mm -hmm. you know, uh, in New York City, uh, you have uh, high prices. London, the UK, you have high prices. But um, now, unfortunately, you know, the prices are, are, are getting higher here as well. But uh, when I came, the prices were, were very, very reasonable at that time. All right. Uh, now we are experiencing um, a lot of increase, uh, increase regarding that. But, but uh, still, you know, it's more reasonable than, than other uh, cities. All right. uh, other major cities. Um, and uh, I, I also like the fact that uh, you have lots of green areas as well. So right. this was the second reason. So number one, strong economy. Second, low cost of living. Let's go to the, to the third reason. Uh, mm -hmm. You mentioned language. So one of the most important reasons for me was to learn a new language. Right. Uh, that's why I didn't want to, to immigrate to an English-speaking country. Uh, for me, it was more challenging and, and exciting to, uh, to learn a new language. Mm -hmm. And um, many see it uh, as a burden, I know, but for me, I had a curiosity, I had energy, and, and, and actually, I've, I've learned the German uh, learn language from scratch, finished all of the levels, uh, it took me approximately one year and nine months, I finished all of them, uh, and uh, all the, the, the German levels, and I actually continued to practice, and, and now I'm, uh, I speak fluently, uh, so... It, it was very also a very interesting uh, process as well for me. Right. And the fourth reason, which uh, in my opinion is, is the most interesting one, why I chose Germany, mm -hmm. was uh, my possession of uh, an Israeli passport. And I'll explain this one, uh, Eric. Now, uh, I've been doing my, re my research and I found out that uh, Germany allows Israelis to search for job opportunities within its borders without a specific visa to do so. So it means, Eric, that you can come as a tourist and uh, you can uh, stay in Germany up to three months. During that time, you can search for a job opportunity, find uh, a job or any other source of income because we have uh, uh, lots of types of other visas. Um, you can stay in, in Germany and you don't have to leave the country. And, and it, it's great, you know, there, there, there is no, uh, you don't have to, to set up your visa prior to your arrival. Okay. You, you can just go and stay there. All right. Of course, it's more challenging, but but it's doable. People have done it before, and that's why it's it's it's, it's great. Think about it. You you don't have to uh to 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 possess a European passport. All right. 
actually in, in my book, I have a chapter that explains the difference between a, a European passport holder and a non-European passport hold, holder. So you can read the differences. Um, I'm not going to tell you everything, but, but <laughs> I want to keep it as a surprise. Right. But you'll be amazed if you read that ch that chapter. Some things that that never occurred to you. So with that said, I want to uh, approach the, the the viewers right now, the viewers slash slash listeners. Right. What I found that uh, Germany has this privileged country. If you live in in the following country, you'll be able to do the same. You'll be able to come to Germany uh, as a tourist with no visa, search from a job uh, from within a job opportunity, and then once you find one, you can stay. That's it. Uh, so those countries are uh, United States, Canada, Israel, Australia, New Zealand, U United Kingdom now because of the Brexit, uh, Japan, and South Korea. All right. So, and this is another thing I want to mention regarding uh, those countries. I've met a lot of Americans, a lot of uh, British guys who uh, came to Berlin, and they came to study even uh, when they didn't have to. So they thought... Okay, I don't know the rules. I want to, to immigrate to Germany. How do I enter legally? But they didn't realize that they can just find a job and stay there. So they studied, they, they studied in the university, uh, completed their uh, MA, BA, whatever. Right. But they didn't realize that, that they, they, they could just work immediately. Right. Well, I know here in the United States, at least. So if you're coming here and you don't have a job or you're not sponsored, there is the option to get a student visa to where you can get educate, be in the school and have your visa that way. So that might be the reason that they believe that or thought that way. But it's also interesting to know that in Germany, that is not a requirement. Like you said, as long as you have the passport, you can come get work. So, I mean, out of all the countries, what countries did you really look at before choosing to go to Germany and more specifically Berlin? So as I mentioned, you know, I looked uh, also, um, I read about um, other European countries like Sweden, uh, Finland, and and, and and UK as well. But as I mentioned, uh, I didn't want to uh, do an to, English speaking to, to English speaking country. Right. And second, I didn't found that uh, you can just come as a tourist on those other countries and 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 stay there. So right. I guess it makes it makes it more complicated in the other European countries. And on top of that, uh, if you take a look at the whole picture, not only it's easier to get to Germany, but but you get to live in the strongest economy uh, uh, of Europe. You know, you, you get to live in in a in a very strong country with lots of opportunities, with great transportation, one of the best transportation in the world. Um, and and you know, the fact that uh, that that I do I, I do not have to own my own car. It's, it's great, you know, if I want you to, to travel uh, away from the city, I can rent a car or I can just take a train. Think about it. Well, for me personally, I, I'll be honest with you. I've owned a car since I was 15 years old. I've been driving. I grew up on the country. So if you didn't own a car, you were pushing a bike from one point to another and no one really enjoys that. So, but I grew up in a culture where cars are big things. We love our cars. A lot of Americans that are outside the major cities, their cars are very important to them. So yeah, you know, I, I, you know I, I, before I came to Berlin, right? I, I had I had my own car. You know, I, I couldn't move without a car. But when you when you when you realize that everything is so accessible, as I mentioned, right. you know, uh, you have the great transportation ever. 
just imagine, you don't have to, to fix the car, you don't have to pay for gas, you don't have to, to do a test every year. It takes a lot out of the equation. This oh, wow. is what, 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 how I see it as a, as a high quality life, you know, for me right. anyways, because, you know, I, I can understand that, that uh, you, uh, uh, you got used to, to, to have your own car. I, I, you know, I had the same feeling, you know, I, I, right. I had my own car, I, I needed a car. But once you uh, land uh, uh, on German soil and you start to, to see the city and you, re- you realize that you have a lot, uh, you have more other options. You, you can cycle, by the way. Uh, we have a, a cycling path all over the city. It's very uh, friendly towards cycles. Uh, you have the Trump, you have the, uh, the buses, you have uh, the Metro, which is called the U-Bahn. Right. Uh, everything is so, so accessible. Uh, you have the, the elite train, you have the sub the subway train. So everything, to, to get from one point to the other, it's very, very easy. Well, it sounds like it's a very culturally central thing with the, tr- the transportation, the public transportation is, and I think a lot of it boils down to the cultural, and that might be a very big attraction to a lot of people because one, public transportation does offer a lot of a greener options, which people do like. It's, Call me funny, but I can tell you uh, before I started doing a lot more remote work and things like that before everything happened, traffic, I live outside of DC and I'll tell you traffic is just a pain in the neck to say it as nicely as I can. So yeah, I can tell you the downsides of living around a major city and driving, you just, that's where road rage does show its ugly face a lot because you just get frustrated sitting in traffic. So I can see the appeal to it. So I'm not saying that it's not a great thing. And if I would have gone and moved when I moved out of my small country town, if I would have said moved to a city that ran on subways and buses and all this, I very possibly could have given up my car as well. Until you're in that situation or until you find the attraction to it enough that you want to live in that community, in that environment. So I can see the appeal to it. Trust me, sitting in traffic, I can tell you, I used to drive a half hour to work one way to a place and two hours on the way home just because of traffic. So it makes sense to me. And that sounds wonderful. So so let me ask them, when somebody starts your book, what is chapter one of your book? Where do they start when they read your book so they can start the journey you have? So they start about, you know, I start the book, Eric, um, with, with, with a question. Uh, about you know what what is immigration? What does it actually mean, the word immigration? And you know when 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 you think about it, immigration is a very very powerful uh, word, right? Because uh, you know think about it. This is a very very uh, emotional journey. You know that uh, as an immigrant, you are going to change your your, your life forever. Uh, you know uh, you set up your mind that you're going to disconnect from everything and build a new life, right? And and the second question I ask, is it even possible to, you know, what does it take to immigrate? Is it, is it even possible? You know, and for someone like, like me who started from scratch, I had no connection, no social media, not even a smartphone, believe it or not. I came without uh, a smartphone. Uh, right. The first smartphone I bought it here six months after, after I already been here. So I really, really started from scratch, but that, that doing so, uh, I was able to write the book because I discovered so many things. Um, that you know, I, I had no privileges, and and that what what led me wrote the book because I gathered a lot of information. Now, 
the first, uh, first, you know, I, I, I ask those questions and then I tell about the dream that I had as, as, as a child. I tell about the dream uh, that I always wanted to immigrate. I tell about, uh, you know, about the stigmas, you know, the misunderstanding about, about the word Germany, about the concept of, of Germany. You know, people tend to think, what is Germany? If I, if I tell you the, the word Germany right now, you think about the Holocaust, World War II, uh, um, all that stuff, you know, uh, bombing. The wall, so, all these things, yeah. Exactly, exactly. That, that's what people tend to think. But they don't fully aware that the country changed completely. Right. So you got you to gotta understand that, that in order to understand the mentality, you know, uh, I grew up with a lot of negativity toward Germany. All right. And when you see all those Hollywood films, when the uh, where we see the, uh, the the Americans always the good guys, the Germans always the bad guys, and and it, you know it, it gets into your mind, and and you think uh, you don't know what to think, you know uh, at the end. But then you realize that 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 the country has, ch- has changed completely. Uh, this is uh, you know we're talking about a, a period of time. This is the immigration is booming. So if you take a look at the country. Think about all those refugees uh, from Afghanistan, Syria, uh, right. Africa, now from, from uh, Ukraine. They all want to come to Germany. Right. All of them. They're, they're fleeing. They're, they're escaping. They, they died uh, uh, during uh, their, their journey. But they want to come to Germany. Why? Why? Have you asked yourself why? Well, and just off the top of my head, and I could be wrong, but one, Germany did open themselves up, allowing people to come in. and their openness probably allowed people to because I know that there are a lot of countries out there where the younger generation isn't populating as much or they're not growing as quickly as they need to fill those jobs. So when you mention that it has a strong economy, usually a country with a strong economy and a lowering of the generational workforce they're going to raise their ability or make it easier for their ability of people to come in, if I'm not mistaken, so that they can get people in to keep that economy going. Because without workers, without people being part of the company or even innovating, making new ideas, new things off of the companies they're with, you end up being stagnant. And the economy, and this goes back to a mixture of capitalism working with people is that mixture allows the country to grow and grow stronger because you have that strength. So you, you're you're now talking about the German aspects, what they want immigrant. I'm, I was referring to the immigrant himself, the refugee. Right. Why he comes to Germany? In one word, of course, you know, I've mentioned the, uh, uh, the strongest economy, the, uh, you know, uh, the opportunity. And, um, and and so on. But we have something else, uh, uh, Eric, and that is acceptance. All right. They're willing to accept. They're willing to, uh, you know, they're willing to have you. They're willing to welcome you. And this is something that uh, we never uh, we never actually realized before about about Germany. So the issue of racism, the issue, the issue of anti-Semitism, mm-hmm. it's a very those are very very sensitive. Okay. I think because of the history of Germany, because of the past, they Which take I it can very, see that. very seriously. So just imagine when you live in a country that is willing to accept, it changes everything. You know that that uh, that they will welcome you. 
for example, we, we have a very uh, a large gay community. They come here because they want to feel welcome. They don't want to feel like uh, people uh, discriminate them. So right. this is one of the main reasons. Uh, I, I think that people, it, it doesn't matter whether you're, you're white, black, uh, you know, Christian, non-Christian, they will welcome you with open arms. And, you know, I, I think it contributes not only for the individual, but for the whole society. Right. Because and if, you're at work, if you're applying for a promotion at work, for example, and you know that you will not be judged by your skin color, sexual orientation, or any other uh, aspect, right? you feel more at ease, you feel more comfortable, you feel more confident. Right. And I, I think this is, very, very, this is a very, very important reason. Uh, you know, we have a, every year a carnival. Uh, it's called uh, the, the Cultures Carnival in Berlin. All right. People from all over the world coming to Berlin, you have um, food stands from all over the world. People uh, come from Africa, from uh, Asia, from South America. So the whole city is, is blocked. The whole city, uh, w- when you wander around, you see a lot of food stands. You can buy from those stands. Right. Now, and, and there's a lot of, uh, it, it's, very, it's going to be very, very uh, crowded, but uh, it, it's, it's going on for uh, three days. And then at the end, you have a big parade uh, all over the city with costumes, with uh, people uh, are being dressed in their own uh, native uh, costume. So it, it, it's huge. It's, it's a huge event. It takes place every year. And it's great. You know, it, it shows that they show to the world, here we are. We, we have diversity. We have people from all over the world. Come, be happy. And, and you know, it's great. And it sounds like it would be an exciting time. So, I mean, with that, what else do people find in your book that's going to help them? Sounds like you definitely love Germany and Berlin, especially. It does sound like an accepting place, being in a place. And I think ideally, like you said, no matter what your skin color, your origin, who, people shouldn't be judged by anything other than who they are. Other than that, we're all basically the same. We just have different features, different hair color, different eye colors. It's just a matter of judging judging people for who they are. And it sounds like you're saying that Berlin is fantastic about that. So, and I assume that's mentioned in your book as well, so people can get a good feeling of that. So can you tell me what else can people expect from your book so that when they read it, and again, I don't want you to give away everything in your book, obviously, Everyone needs to read it because it sounds like it's full of a ton of information. Sure, sure. A little insight. Sure. So you got to understand that that to write such a book, it takes Mm -hmm. a lot of of time. Because it's like my own personal diary from the moment I landed until I gained stability uh, within my immigration process. So it sum up uh, four and a half years with dates, addresses, everything that happened to me. All right. So it's it's actually very very emotional story as well. So you 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 have a ch- it's like you're doing the immigration process together with me. You, uh, you you do the whole thing. You feel the alleys, the, the streets, the environment, the people who who I've met, uh, places I've stayed, uh, everything everything. So it's it's actually uh, uh, as I mentioned, it, this this thing uh, was nobody wrote uh, a book like like that. So it's a very, very unique book. Right. Uh, the second, uh, it helped the immigrant. It actually accelerated the immigration process dramatically. You know, when I came, I had no books. I had no guidance. I need to explore and discover everything on my own. 
And now I'm very, very happy because uh, now people have a chance to read the book and that it's going to help them. The book actually, uh, in the book, I show uh, a lot of hidden facts, facts that you cannot find on any other source. All right. Uh, only an immigrant who's been through that process will be able to uh, to know the, uh, the secrets. And I think if you have a dream and if you want to build a life elsewhere, then this is going to be the ultimate immigration guide for you. All right. Because it not only works on the mindset and the bureaucratic procedures, it only shows everything. And I mean everything. And I think it's a very, very important book because no matter how much you read about the bureaucratic procedures or you can even consult with, a, with an immigration lawyer, the, the facts that I state in the book, the, uh, the, the story, uh, the, uh, the, the, you need to watch out from, from certain things. You need to, to work on your immigration goals. This you cannot find anywhere else. So, of course, no matter how much you read about immigration, nothing can, can prepare you for, for your real immigration journey. And, and that's the reason I wrote the book, you know, because I see people getting lost all the time. You know, I see people uh, frustrated, you know, maybe some, someone who watches us uh, right now um, has a dream. Maybe he wants to immigrate and he, he has no idea where to start. So it's uh, the book actually uh, is going to help those who want to build a new life, who want to settle in a new place. And they don't have any connection. They don't have, uh, uh, they don't know where to start. They have nothing basically. And they want, they feel like they want to, uh, to live elsewhere. All right. But we, we have, we have, we have the right to choose the country that we want to live in. And, and what I always say, Eric, that the fact that you were born in a certain country doesn't mean that you have to, to live there for the rest of your life, you know? Oh, I it, agree with that. It's all about freedom, freedom of movement, freedom of, of, of be who you want to be. And, and that's it. Well, yeah, and I agree with that. Find the culture that best suits you, assimilate, be part of that culture, embrace it, and enjoy it for its fullest that you can. I mean, I do agree. Life is way too short to be stuck somewhere that you're not happy. So I do see your point. Like you said, you left Israel because you didn't feel that was the place you belong. You traveled countries, you traveled around quite a bit from what I read, which gave you the insight that there are other places. So before we end this and we tidy up, would you suggest that people actually travel around, experiment, visit other cultures before they decide if they move somewhere? Or do you suggest that they do their research online, what would be your suggestion before somebody makes that final decision of to immigrate to Berlin or possibly somewhere else? I think it's all about stages in life. So, you know, you can immigrate at any age. Right. You know, when I was in my 20s, I was not fully ready uh, to, to make such a change. I traveled the world. I was, my, my head was, was completely elsewhere. You know, it's... Mm -hmm. You got to understand that immigration is, is a commitment. It's a full-time job. Right. It's not uh, like you're taking a holiday. People think, right. hey, uh, let's move elsewhere. It's going to be fun. No, it's going to be, uh, you have a lot of challenges uh, that, that you have to face. You have lots of difficulties. Uh, it, it's it's, it's uh, an exhausting journey, but it's a fun journey. It's an right. exhausting journey, but it's a fun journey. And people need to know what, the, what they're getting into. Now, what is the perfect time to immigrate? There is no perfect time. You got to feel it within yourself. You know, right. uh, some people feel it, feel it in their 20s. Some like me feel it in their 30s. Uh, I mean, they feel it all the time, but they, they, they are willing to take the step in their 30s or 20s. 
But the more experience you gain in life, the more perspective you have in life, the easier it will be for you to. Right. Because you can be more focused. You know exactly what you want. You already uh, gained uh, work experience. So it's it's up to you. But I mean, you got to sit down with yourself and you got to ask yourself, am I happy right now? Where do I see myself in 10 years, from, 20 years from now? Um, do I see myself in, in my current neighborhood? Uh, am I willing to uh, to lower my standard of living? Because sometimes this is what you have to do in order to, you need to sacrifice. Right. Um, do uh, do I have uh, enough savings? You know, in my book, I also state, do, do not do it if you do not have savings. Um, you got if you are married, you gotta ask, you gotta speak, you gotta have a conversation with your spouse. Um, so it's way, way more complicated than people think, you know. So you gotta ask yourself those questions and more. But the good thing in the book, I answer all those questions. Well, very good. So people definitely need to go get your book. I have your information along with your links to where people can find you at authorblurb.com. All somebody has to do is search your name, Aries, and it'll come up there that they can find your profile. They'll also be able to find this show and all the links of where it streams or the videos are playing. So if somebody doesn't want to go to my website to find you, where can they go for you to find, or excuse me, so they can find you? Great. So first of all, uh, the book is available on Amazon. Uh, You can purchase both the Kindle Kindle version and the paperback uh, version. Um, the website, you can, uh, ask me anything, uh, just go to the website, read the info, uh, immigrationsecrets.net, LinkedIn, I'm very active on LinkedIn, uh, you can reach me out, uh, you can reach out to me, uh, via LinkedIn as well, so, yeah, feel free to reach out if you have questions, uh, if you have more inquiries, uh, I, I'll be more than happy to assist, read the info, enjoy, in, in case you read the book, uh, Highly appreciate it if you leave an honest review. And uh, the most important uh, part, enjoy enjoy the book. Right. Well, hopefully everyone enjoys it. Again, it sounds like it has a lot of great information. It sounds like there's a lot of interesting and, like you said, very emotional process to you just put out there. So I suggest anybody looking to immigrate, even if it's to Berlin, it sounds like it's a good idea of the challenges that would come. If you're looking to Ber- move to Berlin or Germany, this sounds like it's a must read no matter what. So I do appreciate it. It was wonderful having you on. If you can hold on one second, I'll just finish up and then we'll talk a little bit afterwards. But again, everybody can find you at the sites that you said, and they can find your information in the show notes as well. And of course, authorblurb.com will have all your information as well. Thank you. So you've listened to the conversation with Aries and I. You found out why he believes that Berlin is the place to move to if you're looking to immigrate. And you learned a lot more about him. So I encourage you to go find his book. And like we've said, all of his information is in the show notes. And at authorblurb.com, where there's a profile of him, all the past guests, all the coming guests, and even the shows can be found there. So I appreciate you coming. If you get a chance while you're there at the website, go to show support where you can buy me a cup of coffee, donate in crypto and come back and keep checking that page because soon I am planning on having something to offer my viewers as a special offering to just paid subscribers. With that being said, thank you again. Please remember to subscribe, 
rate this so people can find the ratings and be able to enjoy the show as well and leave comments. You can also comment me or message me at authorblurb.com to be able to get more information, find out anything you need to that's within reason, and I'll be happy to answer you as soon as I can. Thank you again, and I look forward to seeing you soon.